Hello and welcome into another edition of Hawks on the Clock podcast. I'm your host, Annie Finberg. And I'm very excited to say, for anyone who knows me or listened to Road Trip and Podcast, I'm obviously a Kansas grad, big Jayhawk fan. And right now I am joined by Kansas's own Devontae Graham. Yeah, rock chalk. Rock chalk. So how's it going? How was your workout? Uh, I think it went great. I had a good time. Uh, made some shots and thought I looked good today. What number workout was this for you? This was number six. So they're winding down a little bit. Do you still have yeah, a lot more to go? I still got about six or seven more. So Dang. Is, that a, is it pretty exhausting? Uh, so far, it's been all right. Yeah. I, I did three, and then I had a little four or five days to go back to L.A. and just work out a little bit. So uh, I got a little break in between. I haven't been back-to-back-to-back. So, and I haven't had any back-to-back workouts yet. But. That's good. Have you been, like, had any time to relax, watch the playoffs at all? Oh, yeah. I watch every game. Yeah. yeah what yeah. do you think so far? Who you got? Man, I'm a big LeBron guy. Are you? But the Warriors, man, they just got they yeah. just got too many, too much power. You know, yeah. LeBron can't do it all yeah. by himself. Yeah, unless it's a starting five of LeBron, then, <laughs> then maybe. Um, so you're a projected first round pick. Hawks have three first rounders and one early second rounder. What would it mean to you to be an Atlanta Hawk? Oh uh, man, if I'm fortunate enough to be here, it, it'd be a dream come true. It'd be a blessing. You know, they just got a whole new staff and new coaching. Um, and a rebuilding process. So, um, it'd be great. I'm from North Carolina. So, you know, the family get to come up here and see me a lot. And, uh, just to be in Atlanta, you know, it'd be, like I said, it'd be a blessing. And in an era of one and done and being from Kansas, you're very familiar with guys mm-hmm. who do that. What do you think you gained, you know, staying all four years at Kansas? Overall, I think I just matured a lot. Uh, my game evolved, you know. I had to play off the ball a lot with me and Frank and, and developed a jump shot. And then this year, playing more on the ball, you know, learning how to do the pick and roll and, and just being able to be coachable uh, in a winning environment, knowing how to win, knowing what it takes, playing in big games and stuff like that. So uh, I think Coach Self and, and his style of play, you know, a lot of ball screens, and that's what the league is it. It's about so I think that just helped me uh, for this next step and that'll help me transition into my next question playing for what I would say is the best coach in the nation yeah. am I right yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what's the best advice you ever got from Coach Self oh uh, man he taught me so much uh, I don't know if I could just pinpoint one thing but I think I think the best thing for me was getting out of my comfort zone uh, teaching me how to be a leader uh, be more vocal. Uh, he used to tell me I was afraid of my voice, my own voice. He just knew it was something inside of me that I needed to bring out, and it was that that my leadership and how outgoing I was. So I think him bringing that out of me uh, made me a better person and a better player. And how do you think that that prepared you better for the NBA? Uh, you got to be vocal. You got to be loud. Uh, as the point guard, you know, you got to be a leader. You got to be able to you know, tell guys where they should be, call guys out when they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing and um, just got to be the head of the snake. So I think that that's going to help me uh, in life anywhere, anything you do. So you're going through this process with two of your teammates, Svi and Malik. By the way, can you say Svi's full name? Svi Alaslav, me, I, Luke. Wow, that's good. Have can't you had practice? No, you can't spell it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just go with Svi. Yeah. But uh, what's it like for you to go through this with them? Uh, it's been great. I actually just left Golden State with Svi. Uh, we had the same workout. Uh, we had the same workout in, in D.C. as well. So, uh, you know, got to see him and play with him again. It's been great. Uh, excited for both of them. Um, Malik's out in California uh, with me. So I, I, I went and seen him one weekend. Just kicked it. Um, so, but, you know, 
hopefully, you know, June 21st, we, we all get to hear each other's name get called. Definitely. And have you, I'm sure you've been in contact with Frank. You guys are really close. Have you been talking to Frank and maybe Josh about what it's like to be in the league and have they given you any good advice about the transition? Uh, I talked to Frank. Like last week, he was asking me if I was coming out to work out uh, in Sacramento. I told him I ain't have him scheduled. He was like, dang, that's crazy. <laughs> but uh, the biggest thing is just taking care of your body. You know, some guys got five workouts. Some guys like me got to do 12, 12 to 15. So um, I'm halfway there now. I feel pretty good. Um, but I still got six more to go. So six or seven more. And, and just got to stay hydrated with all this travel and uh, make sure I get my rest and eat right. Speaking of staying hydrated, I saw a funny video of you carrying like eight Gatorades yeah. in your pockets. You still do that? You got to stay hydrated? I did that because uh, I was playing 40 minutes a game. Yep. So I was just trying to make sure I wasn't cramping and all that kind of stuff. So I just like drinking Gatorade more than water. So they, need to, they need to sponsor me. <laughs> Shout out Gatorade Shout if out you're Gatorade. listening. Um, I know you like to dance. A little bit, right? Something you have, like that. You have some moves on the court. You know, I saw a three-pointer and then a moonwalk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The half-court shot, yeah. Uh, what's your favorite dance move right now? Right now? The shoot dance. Yeah. Da, da. yeah. Can um, I was just wondering if you wanted to do that for me right now. I know it's putting you on the spot, which I'm notorious for, but, um, you know, I just, for uh, you know, for your for your fellow you Jayhawks. You want me to do it? Yeah, yeah. With the headset on? Oh, you can take the headset All right. All right. I'm ready. Ready? Go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, what that. a guy. Real quick. I appreciate that. That, that, was, that was great. That just made my week. Um, okay, we're almost done. We're going to wrap it up. Do you think you'll have the best hair in the league when you're drafted? The best hair? Yeah. Definitely. No well, question. I mean, and for draft night, I'm going to have it all done up. So, you know, I got to get it cut and, and trimmed and... It's going to be nice. I'm going to be sharp. Yeah. Do you see John Collins? He has a new little hairdo going. You might have some competition from him. I see him. It's getting long. He got like a little mohawk, He though. does. Yeah, it's new. Yeah. Um, okay. Who was your favorite NBA player growing up? Growing up, I loved Allen Iverson. I used to try to be like him. I was small, short, had mm -hmm. braids, wore number three, had really? the sleeve, all of that. So You should bring back the braids. Nah, I can't bring rabbit braids. No? Nah. Not cool? I might get twisted or something like that. All right, but. all right. Well, um, last question. Favorite kicks on and off the court? Uh, for real, I'm not a big Nike guy, but I've been playing in these Kyrie's, and these guys are actually pretty comfortable. So, you know, I've been Adidas for the last course, four years. Right. But I like the James Hardens as well. Mm -hmm. um, off the court, uh, I'm going to go with the Jordan 11s. My favorite, my favorite shoes. Like I, that. I just got a pair of those, yeah. black and gold. Pretty oh, nice. You're stunning. I know. Yeah. I try. <laughs> All right. Well, that's gonna do it for today with Devonte Graham. Devonte, thank you so yeah, much. It I was a pleasure it. talking to you, and Great. best of luck to you. Thank you. All right, and welcome back to Hawks on the Clock podcast. We're going to keep going with the Kansas flow. We got Wichita State's Landry Shamit. Yep. Landry, welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me. How's it going? Going great. How was your workout? What number workout is that for you? Uh, this was number four for me. Uh, it was really good, though. It was, you know, we competed well, got got a lot of good work in. So. And I'm guessing that you know Jacob Evans, mm -hmm. right, from competing throughout the year. Yep. And obviously, you've only competed, but was it nice to kind of have a familiar face out there? Yeah, yeah. Uh, him, obviously, you know, seeing him throughout the year. I met him last year at the Under Armour camp up in Philly. Uh, and from there, you know, we've kind of 
had a healthy relationship, obviously seeing each other in the in, in conference play and um, you know just competing in that in that aspect, uh, playing for two similar programs, uh, and then you know even getting to know a lot of these other guys. Devontae, that was the second time him and I uh, were in a workout together. So you know seeing familiar faces out on the road, uh, it's been it's been fun. And that has to be kind of comforting, right? To see someone you know and it's kind of yeah. like being in conference for sure. play, I guess. Yeah. Um, so your projected first round pick, Hawks have three first rounders and an early second rounder. What would it mean to you to be an Atlanta Hawk? Uh, you know, I think there's a, there's a really cool buzz going on around here just from, you know, spending the one day here uh, with the coaching staff and, um, you know, kind of this rebuild mode they're in, but, you know, feeling really optimistic about it. I uh, got a lot of good young pieces. Uh, people to build around and then obviously you know potentially four new guys in the draft you know barring they dish one off or anything like that so um a young kind of vibrant uh vibe obviously this new practice facility is beautiful um and you know it'd be it'd be exciting so for fans who haven't seen you play what are some of your strengths and how do you think that'll translate well to the nba um i think you know, I'm a very cerebral player. I like to think the game and let my IQ come through, um, you know, play more so with my mind and letting my athleticism, you know, kind of carry me. Uh, I think I am more athletic than people kind of give me credit for. But I uh, uh, think first and foremost, my IQ is uh, number one. I feel really, really good about just the way I think the game. And uh, I think I'm a versatile guard that can play both spots, shoot the ball, uh, facilitate. Uh, kind of do whatever a coach needs me to do. Uh, and I think I showed that at Wichita State. I played different roles uh, throughout and even throughout the season. There were games where I shot the ball two times and there were games where I scored 30. And, there, you know, so I, I think I did did a variety of things and, and that'll be able to translate to the next level. And do you think that, um, I know you can play the one and the two, but do you, mm-hmm. is there one that you're leaning towards once you're in the professional level? Uh, like I said, you know, I honestly feel comfortable at either spot uh, and, and whatever coaching staff would need me to do. If that's facilitate and run our offense, then that's what that is. If it's uh, space and play without the ball and be a threat on the perimeter, then, you know, that's what I'd be comfortable doing. I feel comfortable at either one. Going back to your workouts a little bit, I know being a Missouri boy, um, this has to be a little bit surreal for you, right? Traveling all over the country, mm-hmm. meeting all these big names. I saw you met Magic last yeah. week when you were with the Lakers. What, what's been the best part of this process for you so far? Uh, I think, like you said, just, I don't know, if if you don't gain anything else from this whole thing, there's a lot of information to be attained uh, from all these experiences, from the combine, uh, meeting with NBA legends and great minds and uh people obviously of high celebrity um i'm living out in los angeles right now which is crazy in itself um so just kind of a life change going from little wichita kansas to you know all these big cities and stuff and i think it's just you know it's a fun experience some people can probably get drained from it traveling all over the place but i'm just trying to make the best of it uh enjoy it uh have fun in each city i'm in just kind of soak everything up and looking towards draft night, do you have anything planned? Are you going to be at the draft? Are you going to have a party, have your family with you? <laughs> It'll probably be very on the fly. Uh, I, I think I'd like to go to the draft just because, you know, I don't really care where I go, but, you know, you're like less than 1% of the world gets to do what we're doing. Right. And I think it'd be kind of stupid to not go and shake Adam Silver's hand. So I, I'll probably go, me and my mom and maybe somebody else, but we'll see. And just a few rapid-fire questions to wrap it up. Who do you think you model your game after? Who was your icon growing up? Uh, favorite player of all time was 
uh, Derrick Rose on his like MVP mm-hmm. tour. I know I'm not Derrick Rose. I'm not nearly <laughs> as freakishly athletic, but that was my favorite player probably growing up. Okay, favorite shoe to hoop in? Uh, Paul George once. And um, are you playing any video games right now? No, I haven't played video games like three months. Kind of killing me. Are you? Like, I usually you need your fix of video. Games? I use. I mean, it's kind of like a good little escape every yeah, now and then. Definitely. I haven't. Uh, I didn't bring it with me out to Los Angeles. I feel like I'm yeah. a. You're missing it. <laughs> I, I'm missing it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe after you get drafted, you'll have the funds. You can go yeah. buy a new console. Yeah. Get all together. All right. Well, that is it for Landry Shamit. Landry, thank you so right. much for joining me, and best of luck to you. Yeah. Thank we'll you. See you later. Appreciate it. All right, and welcome back to Hawks on the Clock podcast. I am now joined by Yante Mayton out of Georgia. Welcome. Thank you. How's it going? How was your workout? Um, it was pretty good. Um, it was definitely high energy. Make sure I try to bring that to every workout, but I definitely enjoyed it. Uh, it got really competitive and, you know, just tried to make plays on the ball or off the ball. What number workout is this for you? Have you been this with other teams? Fifth. Your fifth. Yes. So it has to be pretty tiring, right? Flying all over the country. Yeah. Um, how do you kind of keep your head in the game? Make sure you stay, stay straight. Locked in. Yeah. Um, you know, just before uh, the night before, don't try to do too much or think overthink anything. You know, just stay calm. You know, just remember that it's basketball, and you've been doing this your whole life um, it's for what twenty one years now. So I mean, it's. It's just this is nature now, and all you can do, really do uh, in these workouts is go and show your talent and show your game. And you just won SEC Player of the Year. Um, what was it like for you to receive that, and did you feel like that was coming? Um, yeah, I definitely uh, was. Tr- that was one of my goals uh, this year was to try to get that. Um, like just in my head, you know, not saying it to anybody or anything like that, but. Uh, you know, it was a long time coming, and I just, uh, it's been my goal since I was uh, a freshman. And so I was just trying to slowly work up to try to be uh, one of the best or the best player in the SEC. And I tried. And, and you did it. Yes, I did. <laughs> um, so Coach Fox is here today. He's been at some of our workouts. Obviously, he was your coach when you were at Georgia. What's it like for you to have him here today? Uh, you know, it's, it almost felt like practice there for a yeah. second when I heard him call my name. He was at Yante, and I looked around. So you I had a little flashback? Yeah, I did. I did. I was like, whoa, what is going on here? Because I just wasn't expecting to see him right now and then call out my name like that. And so I thought I was back in the, the other red and black. <laughs> so, yeah. Back in your old gym. Yeah. What What did you learn from him as a coach? Obviously, we all know him here at our program. Mm-hmm. He's a great guy. But as a coach, what's one thing that you took away from him? Uh... Really just hard work. Um, I think he's probably one of the most uh, hardworking coaches uh, in the game, uh, NBA or college. And he dedicates a lot of his time to to the things that correlate to winning and trying to, you know, uh, get wins and make not just the best basketball players, but the best men as well. You tested the waters last year, NBA yeah, waters. Yeah. You decided to go back to school. Um, what's one thing that you learned this season that you're really glad that you decided to stay in school for? I definitely learned rebounding and threes are probably going to be one of the biggest things for me at the next level. You know, when I went out and uh, tested the waters, that's what they told me I needed to do was make sure my three-point shot is good and I'm able to guard uh, not just bigs but smaller guards as well and uh, get those rebounds so we can get second-chance opportunities or uh, get a stop on defense. You just wrapped up the combine, right? How was that for you? It was good. Uh, 
you know, definitely a different experience. It was a lot of uh, hospital. I didn't know we were going to be in the <laughs> hospital for that long. Uh, but uh, it was good overall experience. I met a lot of people, uh, learned different things, and, you know, just trying to showcase my game as much as possible. And transitioning back to when you talked about sharpening your three-point shot, your defense, switching and all that, in an era where players are, you know, playing all positions, any position, right. how do you feel like you're going to need to change your game a little bit when you enter the league? Uh, it's really that because, you know, in when I was in college, I mainly stayed in the post. We never really switched too often, you know, and so that's why I've been really just trying to maintain is uh, I will add to my game is that uh, defensive aspect where I can switch, get low, make sure I stay in front of the guard or whoever's guarding me. And uh, another part of the game that I've been trying to add was just really make sure I was able to get uh, to the rim off the dribble. You know, I can't just be just a three-point shooter or whatever and pick and pop. Make sure I was able to get to the rim off the dribble. Is there an NBA player right now that you modeled your game after or that you <coughs> might compare your game to? <laughs> uh, I aspire to be kind of like a Paul Millsap kind of okay. uh, Kevin Love in between game, you know, somewhere where, um, yeah, somewhere between those two. I think it'd be a good fit. That's a good, that's a good combo to have. Let's do some rapid fire questions. Okay. Favorite NBA player growing up? Kobe, the beat. <laughs> Is he still your favorite? Yes. Uh, what do you do when you're not playing basketball? Uh, what do I do while I'm not? Yes. Um, probably playing video games at home, you know, but yeah. I also do, uh, like, hiking or nature trail walks, stuff like that, you know, where I'm outdoors. Sounds like a Georgia thing to do. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so what video games are you playing? Fortnite and 2K. Uh, those are the main two right now. Definitely Fortnite, though. Of course. Yeah. Uh, what team do you play as in 2K? Uh, you know, I don't really play the team game. I do the individual player where I'm, you create your own player. Right. Yeah, yeah. My, my career. And, you know, you try to get your player to a 99 or whatever. So. And you're, like, texting with Michael B. Jordan, right? Yeah. Isn't that part of it? Uh, I, he might be on there, but yeah, you know, Joel Embiid right. is on there. You, get all, the, you get all the texts yeah. uh -huh, and you like uh -huh. respond Levar and all that. Ball. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, favorite kicks to play in and off the court? Uh, I think LeBron's are my favorite on the court, even though it used to be Kobe's. Uh, Coach Fox really didn't let us wear low shoes like that. So, And then uh, favorite off the court would probably be Jordan's. Yeah, I'm a I'm a Jordan guy. Very cool. Uh, well, that is it. Um, to go back to Coach Fox, he said that you have a great sense of humor. I asked you before if you had any jokes. Um, oh, any? Do you have any funny Coach Fox stories that you can tell us? Uh, I don't think I have any off the top of my head. How about like um, after a bad play, puts you on the bench, censored version, what does he say to you? He's just looking at me shaking fiercely. <laughs> he probably, doesn't have to say anything. He probably, you know, I, I think me and Coach Frost have been around each other long enough that he knows and I know. So he doesn't need to say too much exactly at that moment, but he'll definitely still show his anger and his expression. Uh, yeah, he does does that does that pretty well. The look. Yeah, that yeah. look. I yeah, can see yeah. him being that type of guy. Yeah. All right, well, that'll wrap it up. Yante, yeah. thank you so much. You Best of luck to you. It. And we'll see you later. And welcome back to Hawks on the Clock podcast. I'm your host, Annie Finberg. And right now I am joined by Isaiah Wilkins out of Virginia. Isaiah, welcome. 
Thank you. Appreciate you having me. Thanks for coming on. How was your workout today? It was good. Um, it was a lot of fun. Super competitive and uh, a lot of good drills and things like that situation. So it was a good workout. And what number workout was this for you? Two. Second one. Where were you before this? Charlotte. So what's it like for you having to kind of travel all over the country, but you know, keep your head right and focus for these workouts? I think it's fun. I think it's a, it's an experience for sure, but you know, this is our only time doing it, so I'll just try to take advantage of everyone and enjoy it. A lot of people don't get this opportunity, so. Have you been watching the playoffs? Yeah, or some. Who do you have winning? I think the Warriors win, um, but I don't think that they sweep the cast. No? No. Like maybe 5-6? Five, 5-6, six? Five, six, that's my guess. All right, cool. I agree. Uh, so you just graduated from, or finished your fourth year at University of Virginia. Yeah. In an era of one-and-done players, what do you think you gained by having all that experience? I think exactly that. I think I gained experience. I've been put in a lot of different situations um, as far as teams go and um, learn how to be professional, like learn how to take care of myself on the road and, you know, approach um, everything the right way. And I wouldn't have got that in one year. So I'm appreciative of that. And you had a great coach and obviously you played for an amazing program. What's one lesson that your coach taught you that you'll take into your professional career? Um, I think truthfully, I think how to, how to guard, right? How to guard the right way and just little things that, um, help me out here, but um, I take with me everywhere at that and how to take care of my body. And Virginia is obviously known as a great defensive team and, uh, you know, pretty offense-heavy draft. What, what kind of a leg up do you think that gives you over the other prospects? Um, you know, I, just, I know who I am, right? I don't, I don't, I'm not going to go out um, there and reinvent myself. I know who I am and I know exactly what I'll do and what I bring to the team. Um, so I think that, you know, that speaks for itself and um, just go out there and play hard so transitioning away from basketball a little bit into your home life and family life uh, back in October you opened up about your struggle with depression and anxiety what ultimately led you to speak out about that uh it had been you know some time but I felt like you know it could help a lot of people help a lot of people that way like I, I listen to music and get things from music and that for me that's pretty much the same thing them speaking on their story so um spoke up and hopefully it helped some people so DeMar DeRozan and Kevin Love also recently just you know, talked about their struggle with mental health. Why is it so important for guys like you, Kevin and DeMar, to speak out as soon-to-be professional, professional athletes? I mean, you got a really big platform, right? Even, I'm not, uh, I wasn't an NBA player at the time or anything like that, but I have a really big platform at Virginia. Um, so just trying to use that platform in a positive way. Um, I think that's important, right? If, if I don't, I feel like I'm, that's a big waste. And have you seen any bit of a difference? Has anyone reached out to you kind of thanking you for sharing your story? A lot of people have, especially like when it first dropped, but still to this day, um, letters, social media and stuff like that. It's all, it was a lot of support, um, which was good, right? Because I felt like um, it helped some people. So, Yeah, that's awesome. I think it's great when, you know, you see professional athletes, male athletes speaking out about that type of stuff because it's not often spoken about. Um, okay, so Dominique obviously has a huge tie to the Atlanta Hawks program. First of all, let's talk about, just as a basketball player, what it was like for you to have him growing up. Uh, I got in after his um, career was over, but I was always around. Um, so I was, I've been around, not this facility because they just made it, but right. um, the other one I, I remember being around like when coach Tyron Lue was on the team and stuff like that. So I had been around from time, seen a lot of things and been around the guy. So I was pretty comfortable coming in. Is he... As far as on the court, a tough critic, or is he kind of easy on you? He just tells me to shoot the ball more. But uh, <laughs> outside of that, no, he, he just lets me kind of feel it out for myself. And what would it mean to you to kind of follow in his footsteps and be an Atlanta Hawk? I think it would be cool, right? I, I think it would be my different. It would be different for sure, right? We have different playing styles and stuff like mm -hmm. that. But I think it would be cool. This is home um, from here. 
was born here and stuff like that. So it's just it was good to be back, and I think it would be cool. So we'll do a little rapid fire questions. Who was your favorite NBA player growing up? Truthfully, like when I was a kid, it was Josh Childers um, when he was here. And, you know, I like different guys. Like I like Patrick, Patrick Beverly. I like, um, I like Dennis Rodman, stuff like that. Um, is there one player that you'd say you kind of model your game after or your game's been compared to? Um, there's been a, like a, a, a lot of different talk um, as of late, like in Ron Artest or P.J. Tucker. Um, I've heard Draymond Green. Just, you know, more defensive-minded guys, stuff like that. Those are some good comparisons to have. Um, What do you do when you're not playing basketball? Pretty relaxed. I just listen to music. I'm pretty much to myself a lot of time. I don't really uh, party or anything like that. I just like to hang out. Play video games? Some video games sometimes, stuff like that. What's your go-to video game? Right right now now? it's Fortnite. Of course. Yeah, got to. You got to have that. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) That's the epidemic sweeping the nation, Fortnite. Uh, Favorite kicks on and off the court? On the court? Uh, I'll just play whatever they give me. Right now, uh, uh, we got these Kyrie's. Uh, off the court, I like moccasins, okay. like slippers. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to be They're comfortable. Com- like Uggs? Like Ugg no, moccasins? No, no, like... Like with the fur on the inside, you know? They're soft. Yeah, yeah, but like the low-cut ones? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right on my alley. Yeah, I yeah. like it. I like it. Or some Vans. Vans. So you're like, you know, a chill type. Relax, so. yeah. I like it. All right, well, Isaiah, thank you so much for joining me. It's been a pleasure talking to you. And that's a wrap. Good thank luck you. to you. Appreciate it. Hello and welcome back to Hawks on the Clock podcast. I'm your host, Annie Finberg, and I am joined by Melvin Frazier out of Tulane. Melvin, how is it going? Good, good. How was your workout? Uh, today was good. You know, second one. Just getting into it. I mean, came out, competed. Did good on defense. Uh, Could have shot the ball better, but it happens. And so you said this is your second workout. Where were you before this? Portland. So what's it like for you to be traveling all over the country and having to be ready, like NBA ready every day? I mean, now that I'm a pro, I mean, it's my job to do it, but it's nothing out the ordinary. This is something that I do every day, so just go with it and do what I got to do. So Hawks have three first rounders, one second rounder this season. Um, what would it mean to you to be an Atlanta Hawk? It mean everything to me. I just wish a team would pick me up in the first round. Wherever I land, I just know that from day one that my defense would impact the team. So just hopefully whoever picks me up will see what I could do. And you recently decided to fully declare for the draft, not going back to school. What went into that decision? I mean, I just really wanted to finish that semester up of school. Uh, I'm not that far away from graduating, so I didn't want to just drop out and waste that whole semester when I'm almost done. So, I mean, after that semester was over, I sat down with my family and we just decided to put two feet in and just go all the way with it. And you just finished the combine. As a guy from Tulane, a smaller school, doesn't get as much national media, how do you make sure that you stand out in that type of a situation? Just compete, just show that I'm different and that I'm supposed to be on a big stage with everybody else. But coming from Tulane, you know, we don't really get as much media attention, how you said, but we had some national games, and every game that we played, I showed out. And in the combine, same thing. Go out and do what I do, and it came out good for me. And you talked about your defense, and you're known well for your athleticism. For fans who haven't seen you play, tell us a little bit about your game and what you'll bring to the NBA. I mean, just defense by itself for sure, but other than that, I mean, I'm a good team player, role player. 
uh, pick people up, just engaged in everything. So, I mean, I'm just really just a good team player besides me on defense. And, I mean, I got a little offense, but I like to play defense. I really don't care about offense. Is there an NBA player that you either model your game after or that you like to compare your game to? Not really, but most people say uh, a Kawhi Leonard, maybe. That's a pretty good comparison to get. Yeah. Um, so let's do some rapid fire really quick. I asked you earlier if you had any jokes or any bars to drop. Do you? Did you come up with any in this three minutes? <laughs> uh, oh, what's the... No, no, no. no, no, no. no. Okay, favorite NBA player growing up? <sighs> Never really had one, but I like KD. Okay. What do you do when you're not playing basketball? So, uh, not playing basketball... I like cars, um, shooting pool, four-wheelers, ATVs, motorbikes, stuff like that. So you're like an outdoors guy. Yeah, basically. And then last question, favorite kicks to play basketball in? I would have to say Kobe's, these right here. I don't know what number they is. Uh, just know they just like and they good. And Jordan 11. Okay. All right. Well, that is it with Melvin Frazier out of Tulane. Melvin, thank you so much and best of luck to you. Thank you.